Well, good afternoon. It is Wednesday, March 9th, uh, 2022. Um, lots happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, this is, by the way, this is Dr. Paul Wendy, Intrinsic Value Wealth Report Radio. And we usually do these podcasts on Thursday, but uh, we haven't done one in a couple of weeks. It's kind of assessed the, uh, the global situation. And um, so I did want to do a quick update here uh, as I'm actually running out to um, uh, another couple of meetings tonight. So um, February 24th, we're right at the end of two weeks now of the, uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And of course, that's uh, had many, many um, impacts on the global economy of the world order. And that continues. Um, we're in a very, very uncertain market and very uncertain times, at least in that part of the world. Um, the, uh, the U.S. stock market has declined quite a bit, but um, today was up 750 points. So that's kind of normal. You see these choppy markets uh, down a few days and then back up and so forth. You know, we've been saying for quite some time that the market, the stock market, um, U.S. stock market, and actually many financial assets around the world were uh, overvalued. And uh, um, you know, we presented articles from Jeremy Grantham and uh, Warren Buffett, and Ray Dalio and others as kind of support of our, our point on that. Um, and so, you know, I've been saying again for quite some time, well over a year, maybe even a couple of years now, um, that the market's overvalued. It will correct back down. Uh, I just, you know, up to this point, uh, couldn't say when that would happen or what the trigger would be. And, and actually, we still don't know if it's really going to be in a prolonged uh, downturn of the market, that is. Um, but uh, it certainly has, said, has taken a hit. Uh, the Dow was just in correction ter territory the other day. So, um, you know, everything's just kind of uncertain. Let me say before I give a few more comments, and that's all I really wanted to do today was just to, to give an update, give some thoughts on, on um, you know, what, what we've been thinking here for the last couple of weeks. But the, uh, the conclusion is always the same. Uh, you know, we want it, we're, we're long-term investors. Um, we do take a long-term perspective. Uh, the world is not going away. Um, you know, we don't want to be like Chicken Little, the sky's not falling. Um, you know, things are rough, no doubt about it. Um, and so, um, uh, but, you know, use this time just to, to maybe make some opportunistic purchase should they arise. Um, don't panic, invest for the long term. I wouldn't be uh, bailing out of, of stocks by any means right now. Um, you know, maybe selectively pair some of your positions. But, but again, you're really investing for the long term. Um, I've cited in these in this podcast uh, many times um, different anecdotal stories and different studies that show that uh, it's the long-term investor that that wins. Um, one of my favorite ones is actually a talk I um, went to oh, this maybe two, three, four years ago now with John Buckingham of the Prudent Speculator, writes uh, one of the most successful uh, newsletters, and um, you know he said that during the uh, the financial crisis. When uh, everything was was uh, all the assets were falling out of the uh, um, out of the sky, so if you will, um, you know, people. Someone asked him, you know, what did what did you do? And he said, we held on, and our portfolios were down. <clears throat> people were panicking. Um, I think he even said they maybe lost some subscribers. I don't recall if that's exactly true or not, but he probably did. Um, and uh, but they didn't they didn't sell anything in mass and they just held on and, and things came back and this will happen again regardless of what happens uh, um, coming uh, coming up. 
So I'll, I'll kind of finish with some comments about that here in just a moment, but let me just hit a couple of things. So, you know, obviously uh, two weeks ago, uh, we're at the end of two weeks now of the, uh, the invasion of, of uh, Ukraine. Um, that's going to have a significant impact, especially with the sanctions that have been put in place. That's going to have a significant impact on the global economy, the world order. It already uh, has started affecting things. Uh, oil was is up in the $120 or so range. I haven't seen exactly what it closed at today. Um, you know, that's going to cause more inflation. That's going to cause more supply chain disruptions. Um, you know, we will we will see some uh, you know, some significant Im- impact from that. Um, but again, you know, we've seen these things many many times over the past. Um, as Ray Dalio uh, discusses at length length in his uh, in his book and in his uh, uh, videos and so forth that he does, um, these are small cycles imposed on a larger cycle. And and I really recommend that book by the way, The Changing World Order, by Ray Dalio, and he's got some great. Uh, uh, videos um, that he's done in conjunction with that book. So highly recommend that you get uh, get that book, read those, see those videos, uh, you know, read some of his other writings. He has a, <clears throat> a nice little um, following on LinkedIn where you can go. Um, and he doesn't charge for these. These all videos in the LinkedIn uh, articles and so forth. Um, he just provides uh, for people to, uh, to get educated on. <clears throat> it's really a great resource and uh, I always appreciate what he does there. So um, you know, one thing I wanted to mention kind of in passing, um, as some of you may know, uh, probably not many of you know, but uh, back when I came out of college in 1975, um, I had drawn a low draft number during the Vietnam War, joined ROTC, so I was commissioned as a second lieutenant um, in June of 1975, uh, which was actually one month after we pulled out from Vietnam. And so... I guess I must have some pretty high math scores or something because I got assigned. Uh, well, my my branch was the field artillery, and uh, I got assigned as a uh, missile officer, nucle- nuclear missile officer, uh, in the Persian missile system. Went to Germany, and you know, so for me, watching what's happening in Ukraine and so forth, it's a little bit of a um, little bit of deja vu, if you will, because because uh, you know, I spent three and a half years over in Germany in this Cold War environment that we're starting to see again. Although we we never had anything like we uh, uh, like what we're witnessing right now with uh, with Russia invading Ukraine, and something that does concern me a little bit, um, and I will uh, I've, I've considered carefully whether or not to even mention this, um, but I think it is worth worth mentioning for whatever it's worth. I do think that there is somewhat of a of a risk um, of a limited nuclear um, engagement, um, particularly over in Europe, probably um, in the Ukraine in, in particular. Um, you know, Russia has made that pretty clear in their threats and so forth. Now, there's a lot of people that say that's just saber rattling, and, and I hope that's true. But having been a nuclear or a missile officer and holding a top secret clearance and seeing what, uh, you know, what, what, the, um, what the signs were back then, and I'm seeing signs again, I, I do think there is a, a risk of, of some limited nuclear, uh, nuclear engagement uh, there. I don't think we're going to have an all out, um, you know, War between the United States and Russia, um, but but I do think there is some some risk of that in Europe. I hope I'm wrong. I'd put that maybe at twenty or thirty percent. Um, so uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. You know the um, just you know a couple of other observations. The uh, at, at the end of all of this, these markets 
going crazy and wars and global disturbances and so forth, uh, I'm always reminded of, uh, of what, what the end objective, what the end goal for every country and um, on the globe should be. And that's just to increase productivity around the world and frankly, to, to keep trade up. And so, you know, a lot of the things that are going on now where we're putting sanctions, we're restricting trade, um, you know, there's, there's, there are a lot of there's supply chains disruptions, there is some restriction of trade and so forth. Um, again, what we need to do is kind of reorient and refocus on, on building up uh, world productivity. Because at the end of the day, it's the productivity, the increases in productivity that will make the, uh, the global economy prosper. I'm gonna get a sip of my Coke here. Okay, um, look at my notes here. Um, so um, I guess in kind of wrapping up here, um, and you know, I guess, uh, you know, couple, wanted to mention a couple of things. So in wrapping up, we are actually buying positions. We have a, a, a new fund, Northwest Quadrant Venture Fund, where, we'll, where we're investing in um, uh, early stage companies that are, uh, I have a team of analysts uh, that are scouring the, uh, the uh, 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 crowdfunding portals to find these early stage companies. And we're selectively making purchases of those. Um, and we're also, a lot of the SPAC investments are down 40, 50, 60% or more. Um, you know, SPACs were real popular. Uh, SPACs are special purpose acquisition companies. They were real popular back last year. They've been around a long time, but they were real popular last year when the market, of course, was booming and people thought there was no end to the market rise. Um, and so, um, you know, now, especially with the, uh, with the market turmoil now, a lot of those SPAC investments have, have, um, have been falling. Now, you know, the, the logic on this is that, um, it, you know, um, all other things being equal, these companies haven't really changed. It's just the market has given us a better price. Now, as the global economy and the U.S. economy deteriorates, which certainly will happen, you know, those businesses might be impacted. Some of those businesses might actually go out of business. That's why we're buying a lot of them. We're targeting 30 to 50 companies. Um, but you know, again, we're using this opportunity where the market is driving the prices of these uh, SPAC investments down to acquire, um, acquire those companies um, at significant discounts. So again, with the Venture Fund, Northwest Quadrant Venture Fund, we're targeting uh, Reg CF early stage companies and uh, the following SPACs. Um, so basically, basically venture, venture deals. Um, so I guess let me just kind of wrap up, uh, you know, some some final thoughts here. Um, the uh, you know again I can't emphasize enough: stay the course. If you don't have an investment program, do start one. That may sound like kind of crazy advice uh, given what's going on, but um, I hope most of you have already started an investment program a long time ago. But if you haven't, do start one. Now is not the time to jump in yet, although we may be getting getting close to that point as things drop more. At some point in time, you're going to hear me uh, say more and more that you should be making get, getting back in the market. And as I mentioned, we're actually investing in our Northwest Quadrant um, venture fund um, currently. They're not that those investments, except for the SPACs, which are actually benefiting us because they are coming down in price. Uh, the other investments aren't being affected by that much by the market. So stay the course, invest for the long term. Don't panic. Um, the sky really isn't falling. Um, in fact. Um, the, 
I was today on two uh, two conference calls. You know, the world is still still open for business, um, especially in areas away from Eastern Europe, and and uh, I think even Western Europe is still still open business in a big way. They should be. Um, but I was on a uh, on two calls today. Uh, one uh, an investor call for Abu uh, um, uh, Abu Dubai, uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, or du- Dubai, right? The, uh, the the Middle Eastern country, which has actually been a you know a very good place to invest from everything I I can determine for a long time. Um, and we'll have more on that in future podcasts and so forth. And Hong Kong is a is a, been another place that that um, has been a, a good place to invest, even given the changes that have happened in the um, in the government crackdowns and so forth over there. So um, the world's still open for business. We're still out there. We're glab- global economic uh, um, macro advisors, um, as well as consultants. Uh, we do business with companies all around the world. Uh, we like to invest all around the world, um, although our focus is in the United States. But um, Again, stay the stay the long term. Uh, keep a clear head. Uh, don't panic. And um, I'll have more updates for you uh, um, next week. We'll probably just do another our next podcast next week, unless something comes up uh, in the meantime. Well, guys, that's it for now. Dr. Paul Wendy here, um, Wednesday, March 9th, and signing off. And um, uh, stay safe. We will talk to you next week.